Welcome to What's Your Sign. I'm Julia Loken. I'm Stevie Goldstein. And I'm Otter841 of this podcast. Oh my God, I've been getting so much Otter content. Is What, what is about Wait, that's this a hand. That sounds like a handle. 841 is the one that's stealing surfboards oh, yes. that they can't catch. Yes. Oh, they keep so- trying to catch, I think, her and um, she keeps getting away. And I think it's awesome. <laughs> I mean, we- they're not going to like do anything to yeah, her. They right. just want to study her. But fuck yes. it. Like, I it's love awesome. that FU energy. I love Does, it. Do otters have rabies? Mm, I don't are they raccoon esque? So. You know what I mean? Or yeah, I don't to, think like I don't think water chase. animals really get rabies. I'm not sure, but I think mm-hmm. they like this is unusual behavior. So they do think there's like something of the nature uh, wrong. Um, mm-hmm. because she just keeps stealing surfboards. <laughs> it's like, does she is she like a zombified rabies, or is she just, or does she just want to hang? Is she just the wild surfer girl of the summer a la Sarah Brady a la 100% I think it's the yes. second one I mean the, <laughs> the memes are hilarious because people just keep every time she steals a board they keep like adding one onto the memes and stuff and it's just like so funny to so fun to watch wildlife uh do its thing yeah well this I has been it. a big big trend of the the summer is the sea life really claiming vessels mm-hmm. man-made vessels so one of the things they they um think it might be is this it's called demoic acid it's something that um is in a certain kind of algae and it's poisonous to mm. uh, seals and ot- otters i guess um but they have had a lot of seals dying from it recently so i oh. guess that's why they're trying to capture her to like treat her in case oh, see if that's so, what yeah. it is i wonder that's if she's one of to- the things they think it might be if she's trying to get on the boards to like get out right to in. be safe, <laughs> she's yeah. like taking bites out of the boards and stuff. It's Whoa. very unusual. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I did look it up. You are correct. Her chart. Is un- yes, her chart. <laughs> <laughs> like, how did you get her birth time? <laughs> no, rabies is uncommon in water animals. It can, it can happen um, through like human encroachment and encounters, you know. Mm-hmm. um but not not common but Mm. they do they do carry other diseases and i like i mean their bites can be quite painful but not necessarily let's see yeah they could get infected yeah they can carry diseases but it looks like mostly just uh bacterial kinds of things we can we can pop an anti anti-bio and and kick it yeah (laughs) worth worth it for up close contact with an otter i've been getting a lot of otter content um lately and i'm here for it they're cute have we talked about otter dynasty no no it's a show it's a show on hbo max it's called otter dynasty and it's following these like groups of otters these otter clans in uh singapore in this oh. like Singapore Bay and they are matriarchal otter clans can only there can only be one breeding female who's in charge of the whole thing like at a time and so it's just like voiced over it's just footage like nature footage mm. of these otters swimming around eating fish 
uh, you know, live, <laughs> Gee, in, live Julia, in their lives. But I they... wonder why you're getting so much otter content. <laughs> you're watching this show. <laughs> Just deep I've in the dynasty. Watched, I've only watched one up. But they're, they they sounds like, like you've seen a lot of episodes. <laughs> it's, they're long episodes. They're too long. Um, but it does have like voiceover, and this one otter clan is like the queen, and there's another one who's like she killed my mom, and I'm gonna come take over. So it's like very dramatic. Oh, it's fun! It's fun. Uh, stoner boner watch. Okay, I'm sure. I'm in. I and also same as the orcas matriarchal. So there's like. Yeah. Yeah. We're having some threads here mm-hmm. too. It feels like, of course, the like women-led animal groups are like, just get the board, you know. Like I feel like like the dude groups are like, I don't know. Like it's like it's like stopping the waitress. Like if your order's wrong or something, it's like you can just get on the surfboard or like you can actually it- just take this rudder off. Like I don't know. It's like that take charge, like mom energy. Like just let me do it. Like I can get this done. Well, I think, too, like, we're experiencing so much of that, like, in our court system and in, like, in humanity. And so Mm -hmm. I think having attention on those things that kind of reflect different societies that treat women differently or whatever. And I know they're animals, so it's not really, like, (laughs) one-to-one that way. But it is, It I think it does help us like open our eyes. And so I think looking at it is really important, especially for people who, you know, the people who don't look at it, who are the people who are enacting the bad laws. Mm-hmm. But- mm-hmm. Well, there is so much argument for things being like the natural way. And mm-hmm. I feel like when you have these examples, you go like, oh, actually, there's a lot of variety in nature. And there's a lot of examples of different things working in in nature so we can't be like this is how things have to be obviously the quote-unquote natural way is a like patriarchal you know heteronormative heteronormative cisgendered white white supremacist argument but Mm -hmm. i think it's interesting to go like actually that's not it's not at all natural right like there's gay animals for sure (laughs) and there's there's, animals that change gender that transition and yeah yeah all sorts of things dude i saw like some caterpillar that like pretends to be a queen ant and then gets brought into the ant kingdom and then just eats all of them because like they're all like they don't know and then it blooms into a beautiful butterfly also is this voice over narration like a la homeward bound like it's just in their heads. yes it's just in their heads there's no it's no like cgi anything which i yes i like a homeward bound style Mm-hmm. we're we're just hearing hearing the animals just recently rewatched you know i'm a big now i'm a big letterbox freak uh let homer about it rocks i i've started rocks. it and i like can't i can't bring myself i know i will it's like emotional that, it's yeah sad. but i i started one because it's on disney plus my nighttime my nighttime sleeping Dude, aid. I, Iger head over here <laughs> <laughs> my, my nighttime your sleeping, sleeping aid. yes and i was like maybe i'll put homeward bound on it like start just like the music started and i was like nah nah <laughs> i mm. can't i can't do it well it just shows you don't need bad cgi the internal yeah. monologue is is enough the best. it's so effective and the music was so good i mean sally field's performance as sassy is just Oscar worthy shadow is so old and, and sad. Um, it's just it's yes, it's so it's so good. I'm my new recent obsession. I think like the rest of the internet is the non-player not non-player oh, character, oh, yeah. <laughs> which I think should we do that? Is like what's your yes. sign? Yeah. Yes. Okay. I saw a girl yesterday that made five hundred dollars from just doing it for two hours. Yum. 
hot yeah. dog. <laughs> Too spicy. Yes. <laughs> I yeah. This is yeah. Me and me and Pablo were like, do we? Because we've contemplated like, do we get a sugar parent? Like, do we get into amateur? I don't know. Like w- these trying times we're in. This is a good reminder. Sign up for our Patreon, patreoncom slash What's Your Sign Podcast to support this independent podcast and get bonus episodes and community on our discord it's fun over there we're talking about lots of different stuff anyways now i think we'll maybe at least try out becoming non-player characters but how do you there's got to be like i can't do this for like one person watching it. like how do they advertise or do you just do it consistently i don't know if anyone has the sequel well, to being a good non-player character i know for sure with tiktok and youtube you have to have a certain number of subscribers to go live Oh, so I think that helps you not have those. Remember Instagram lives during COVID where there'd be like Mm -hmm. two people and you'd be like, I can't log off now. I'm the only one watching or whatever. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, you need a thousand followers. Yeah. So, yeah. And I think follow us on TikTok. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, that's a good, that's a good goal. (laughs) That's a good, yeah. Let us go live. Can everyone listening to us go follow us on TikTok? Follow us on TikTok. We'll go like bear with our millennial asses. We'll get a, we'll, there's stuff on there, but we'll put, yeah. we'll put more stuff. If we can go Should, live and eat fake yeah. shrimp. Yeah. <laughs> my Hell dream. Yeah. Um, yeah, it, I think the, I'm just, this retro, this Pluto Capricorn retrograde is just like, I just know this is all the stuff that's going to be so Pluto Aquarius times. And I know we talked about this whenever we were talking about Pluto, probably on the Pluto Aquarius episode, I think we had, but it's just like, Wow. The Aquarian, this 29 degree ish. I don't know if we're exact on that Capricorn. Mm-hmm. It's just so it's just been so quite literal. And well, we're all blurry in the reality of like wanting to be robots and robots wanting to be us. It's just fascinating. I think it sucks, too, because I think, well, a lot of those Capricorn things, I think we're all so over it and so it over. feels so tired. But it's that 29 degrees, too. So it's happening in conjunction with stuff leaving signs. So like the end of a sun sign season or whatever, it's like uh, on the way out, it's making mm. aspects. And we're mm-hmm. already, again, sick of that energy, ready for the new in whatever space it is, you know, Mercury, Venus, sun, moon, whatever it is. And then it's like, oh, there's like a tough aspect before we get to that new thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it tough and making those cycles and stuff. It's interesting because I haven't studied astrology long enough to track this kind of thing over where Pluto's in the middle of a sign and it's like the middle of the month feels really hard for some reason or whatever it is mm-hmm. what but, degrees it's in, yeah yeah I mean, the degrees it, it's affecting yeah and I think it's it is interesting because going into today's topic we're gonna have the sun opposite Pluto obviously the day before Leo season because that will be 29 degrees of cancer and so I think that like kicking off the next sun season and it's probably happened a couple times already like mm-hmm. it being right at the end edge of the season mm-hmm. whether it was zero or 29 mm-hmm. oh, i wonder the yeah being at the end and having some of those ones be a little more quote-unquote positive aspects those sextiles and trines if that corresponds at all with like going on going on strike or having having mm-hmm. the you know those kinds of things 
like it's Pluto in uh, in and of itself to be yeah. like, yeah, we're like finishing things off with the yeah. like, you know. Don't forget. Well, also, it's like, don't forget. I'll always be. I'm always in the shadows. <laughs> I'll be there again at the end of next month, <laughs> psychotically <laughs> waiting for you. Yeah. So just just forget. You'll I never know. forget. <laughs> I know we're gonna have this again, aren't we? That's just that's just so too potent. Yeah. Even mm-hmm. with like the strike stuff, I think it was like some Australian dude actor. You know, the combo now being like people like just hating on strikes of like don't you want more like what like or this like hollywood disconnect and this like australian actors like oh right you caught me i was like on dollface or on this thing and yeah i work i teach three workout classes today a day because i'm a millionaire like what just like look at the fucking facts of it look at the car i drive like this would be retirement money for somebody back in the eighties and it's not anymore. So like, they're not that you're, it's like what the phrase, like you have more in common with like a unhoused person than a a billionaire. And it's like, yeah, dude. Yeah. And even like in acting or Hollywood, it's like, these are a lot of like the, the amount of stars are like a Margot Robbie or whatever. It's it's such such a small percentage of Mm -hmm. these other freaks. So I think it is just even that very Capricorn, like facts. Here you go. Why the fuck would I be going through all this if this wasn't an issue? Yeah. yeah I mean, I worked as an on air correspondent for, I won't say which comedy festival, but you could probably <laughs> find it online or guess. Oh, yeah. Um, and I worked at out of a hub in Hollywood. Again, I won't say where, but it had valet. <laughs> and watching the artists come in with like, having to give instructions to the valet because their car doesn't run a certain way or their cars are old or whatever the thing is and watching the media and production people come in with their brand new bmws Mm -hmm. and like drop you know drop it's a push to start like you know and it's (laughs) like i I, like that was such a far it was far away it wasn't like oh this kind of older new car or what it was like they were far away and i was like oh this is interesting because these are the people that are entertaining your crowd like these are the people that are people are Mm -hmm. here to see and so how is it that they have so much less and i think you know comedy in general we all know doesn't pay very well but it's just i don't know it's just sad to watch that Mm -hmm. yeah well it's like the other thing is like no one has like a poster of David Zaslav, you know, on their yeah. on their mm-hmm. wall being like, love these, love these exact people. Um, this is a uh you could probably also figure this out, but my husband worked for a now defunct app that was really trying to be a media competitor. You might remember the name of that, the really bad name of this one, but they were working on a talk show and the exec producer was like we need you to call uh, whatever sweeps homeless encamp- encampments because the execs are coming. And it's like, we're in fucking Hollywood. Like, w- you want us to, like, shoo away reality mm-hmm. for these people to spend one second walking through a door? Go fuck mm-hmm. yourselves. Yeah, I think a lot of... And why, and why do I keep the name protected? Why? Like the fear, again, like the fear of the suits and whatever. I don't know. But... We don't say n- names of people we talk negative about on this podcast generally. I, mm-hmm. Like even people we know personally. So I don't mm-hmm. think it's that like bad yeah. to not Maybe say once, it. yeah. And yeah, and I know we have like far reach. And also like this is not, you. 
whatever network you're thinking of, even if it's the wrong one, it probably still they probably that do one. the same thing. Yeah, <laughs> it, exactly. It still <laughs> probably is that one. So we're it's still right. It's like I have so many fucking screenshots saved from my time working in entertainment that I'm oh I can't when it's when it's time. <laughs> Let loose, yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. I'm I'm so ready, but we'll we're tr- everyone's trying to be decent and. I keep hearing like the entertainment industry referred to as a machine, which is true. It's like, we are all workers on this machine. And if you're saying like, we actually want to get rid of the entire machine, that's just not, that's just not what's up. I'm saying with UPS drivers, it's like $42 an hour is 90 K a year. And that's like, you know, like, yes, you should be making more if you're making less than that. Like 90 K in 2023 ain't rich. Yeah. Like that's just not rich. Yeah. And, well, anyway. it's like it, it is a machine, but it's like the people that say the the machine is the problem are the like not aware that they're also either not aware that they are also part of a different machine and that the machine actually like is is functioning in a lot of ways or like functions who's who's running it. And it's like the people that say we should get rid of the whole thing or like that it's not our the fucking mm-hmm. Oz Fucking Oz behind mm-hmm. the curtain bullshit. Mm-hmm. Hundred percent. All right. But this Leo season, I'm kind of I've been really liking this cancer season we've been in. It's been there's highs and but that's been 2023. It's been hot. Mm-hmm. It's been a high, low, hot, cold kind of year. And I'm not too surprised with, you know, moody, fluid Saturn and Pisces time, but also just like the state of the which just state of the world shit but i i think i'm kind of looking forward to this leo season as a whole there's something that feels like getting back to a basic simple rest space i'm ready for some fire I'm scared of it right <laughs> 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 well i think the uranus like popping in again the fixed sign stuff it all feels a little bit triggering to me um, mm-hmm. just because we like I'm a fixed sign and I've had so much of it. Um, but I'm sure it'll be fine. I know that in LA it's like starting to get really hot too. Mm-hmm. And I think that's something that just puts people on a on another and it's like sun Dude, sign season, hot. fire, like hot, hot, and yeah. it's just like that kind of stuff freaks me out. Because I like to, you know, get in bodies of water and hope they're not evaporated mm-hmm. from global warming. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, really I'm a little. Hot. And like we have two inner planets like going retrograde and retrograde shadowy um, during this time. So I do think there's some stuff to be like trepidatious of. And I do think that I don't know if we said this on air. I don't think we did. But like managing your expectations as far as what those big summer activities look like and how much Mm -hmm. money we're spending and like those kind of things are we're talking about people on strike and that trickles down to restaurant workers and bar workers and sanitation workers and people that actually yeah I mean people that their job is to go clean up after a movie set that's not shooting like Mm -hmm. it affects them too and so and it makes the the like it makes everything feel more competitive because People are working to try to do different jobs. And so I think having a plan of like, instead of whatever, like cutting spending and saving instead of like, you know, doing what you normally do and 
that doesn't mean mm-hmm. you shouldn't invest in yourself or do you know look mm-hmm. for work but if work's not yeah. actively found let's work on a maybe it is having to have a little bit of debt for now and but like working mm-hmm. out a plan to overcome that instead of saying like I'm never ever gonna get in debt like that's not realistic for most Americans it's just not and so mm-hmm. like figuring out your way to work yourself out of it instead of mm-hmm. or going into it saying I'm not gonna spend more than x amount I'm not gonna be able to I don't know. Like, and yeah. the money that I do go into debt for should be investing in myself. It should be, yeah, you know, making something yeah. so that I can make more money in the future. Yeah. And it's a um, hot tip too, for those, which I, this is a reminder for myself is see if you can get your balance increased to offset the, mm-hmm. uh, your monthly the amount of total debt. as well, <laughs> because boy, does that, when I was trying to fix my credit to buy a car, I was like on the hacks of like, how the fuck do I do that with also not paying anything like how do i offset it but mm-hmm. no i think this a lot of this was mentioned in the venus retrograde episode and i think that's if you haven't listened to that episode i would because that's it's going to be venus retrograde yes the entire leo season and i think in the sign of leo so i think that really colors the vibe but totally i wrote down similar things like simple i see like simple pleasures i just going out just for ice cream not to get back to non-player like ice cream yeah <laughs> like just ice cream or like I wrote to like going internal, working on your craft, very Leo Venus retrograde things. It feels like, yeah, anything that's not too heavy lift, right? Mm-hmm. Because it like, will the payout be worth it ultimately? And I think, yeah, we're seeing a lot, even of course on TikTok, you know, our new national news source for now before it's banned, kidding, but maybe not uh, of like, you know, people getting to the Amalfi coast and not realizing like, oh, like it's hard to get around here. Like this is designed for people with expendable cash. Like it's not like the same as just popping into Rome and, and leaving, you know, again, mm-hmm. you get to travel. Cool. That's great. But things it's like all these things that looked easy, probably had a whole spe- like entertainment, probably had a crew and production behind it that yes. made it look so easy. So I think too, just even knowing like, how do you do that? Is that real? <laughs> like, what is this? How much does that cost? Like, is there, is there a way, um, because I mean, yeah, the Venus squaring with all our you know, Jupiter and Taurus and Uranus and Taurus money, mm-hmm. infl- inflation, the recession we're not naming. I know we've been talking about it all year, but it feels very like at a head at this point in 2023. I think too this summer we might see more political campaigning. I mean, it's already ramping up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and I could definitely see the Leo season kind of feeling like a as a selfish politician feeling like a time to get my message out and like do these things. And it feels kind of counterintuitive to the astrology. So we'll see yeah. how, what that's met with. Yeah. Um, but we could, I guess we should start off and start burning through what yeah, some of these start. aspects are. Let's start. The first yes. one being on July 21st, the sun. Oh, I already talked about that. Uh, Mercury square Uranus on the 23rd of July. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah mm-hmm. and the sun will move into leo on the 22nd, on the 22nd. Like hours after or Venus same day as retrograde. retrograde so it technically yes. starts at the tail end of cancer season but brings us into leo season and we have chiron retrograde mm-hmm. on the 23rd as well and so that square off with mercury you know any fixed things are going to be squaring at varying degrees uranus and i think chiron retrograde and mercury square like right out the gate yeah it just feels like a 
like an ego check or something or like a checking yourself of maybe what you share, what you overshare, what you undershare. I, I think these people hitting the political campaigns, we're already seeing it with ugh, RFK Jr. or whatever his name is. It's just like, yeah, mm-hmm. I guess keep talking, you know, like actually mm-hmm. maybe you should continue speaking because people should know the heinous things that you are saying. And even if all these wackadoos agree with you, like make your points known. So I don't know. I think that that might in a twisted, positive way be good for people to just run their mouths. Cause you, so you can know showing, what aligns with I you and what doesn't showing people who they showing people who mm-hmm. they are. Show your whole sure. ass. Yeah. I think mm-hmm. the, because this podcast will come out the day after that happens. If you can reflect on yesterday a little bit, um, and then I think Mercury Uranus, you know, it can be technological snafus. It can be like that thing that pops up on your computer before Mercury retrograde shadow happens to help you kind mm-hmm. of get things in order. So if things are coming up yesterday and obviously it's Mercury square Uranus day, you might not have had time to yeah. update the thing or do whatever. Um, this might be a good recheck in this Monday if you're mm-hmm. listening the day it comes out to like, oh, yeah, I got to go do that thing or I got to actually go take my computer in before the retrograde shadow starts to happen. I think I think it's a good reminder. And I agree with everything you said, too, of this idea of like, what are we letting like take our our own peace how are we letting that pull away from our energy and everything? Because I think that you're right. It is like, this is peak hot. Like there's only so much we can do and we need to make sure that we are using, using all of our energy resources, whatever, whatever word you want to in input there um, in things that actually are important to us that are sustaining, that are life-giving, that are affirming. And I don't mean like be, head in the sand not think that these things are going but i think like yes we're going to be seeing we're going to be seeing political campaign shit we're going to be seeing all kinds of um you know ceo blurbs that are like oh don't don't do these things or whatever and so how do we maintain our own kind of peace of mind peace of body peace of uh, you know heart whatever and i think all of those are just reminders like you said to kind of be staying in tune with what like what is what is here for me right now? What do I need to do right now? Are my like basic needs met? And am I, is like is the sun still shining? Is this thing still going? Like let's keep keep on that because this other stuff is noise and meant to distract us from taking away that like that <laughs> stuff from us. And it's like nah, you're not getting you're not stealing our sunshine, you know? Yeah, yeah. and I think I like. Venus is retrograde so it's what are the rules like what are your rules and what rules are you following because I think that's something that we definitely over the last few years have been up and down with and it's making our own decisions Mm -hmm. based on our own morals and stuff but it's like what are the rules like I had to ask I went to Universal Studios I had to ask my friends in the guild like hey I'm thinking about going tomorrow like is that something that is considered like you know bad to do during a strike and their answer was like, no, you need to look at the guild and what they advise to do. And that's not what they don't say. Stop going to the movies. There are people that work in the parks and in the theaters mm-hmm. and stuff that they still they still want them to have a job. It's not like that. It's just that we're not supporting the production of these things until like our needs are met. And that might change in the future. They might if things like 
get too ahead, they might say like, hey, stop going to the movies or stop doing this. But that's not what they're advising to do right now. They don't want their projects that they worked on to make zero dollars and prove the points of the studio Mm -hmm. heads or whatever that it's volatile and all of those things so it Mm -hmm. is a balance and it is knowing what the rules are and figuring that out during this venus retrograde period Mm -hmm. yeah and that's a good reminder too for anyone who's a content creator listening if you were look these studios they're not budging on very basic human things that i and their plan is to starve out everybody which i hope that doesn't come true and i hope this wraps up hopefully no later than the end of Venus retrograde, but I could see them. And there's already been, you know, social media posts shared about like, they'll probably turn to content creators who are Mm non-union to act in these projects. Don't (laughs) like, please, (laughs) please don't like, of course, brand deals are so different, whatever, but yeah, just, I don't know the awareness too of crossing those picket lines, being a scab. um, And And also knowing the guild knows. Mm -hmm. Oh, they'll find out. Like, it's yeah. not that hard, especially because your little thirsty ass is probably going to promote the fuck out of whatever the hell it is that you're mm-hmm. in, that you're in. So try scrubbing that. It ain't going to happen. But I know and this is no spoiler alert for me, who normally works in unscripted and reality TV in my day job. It, the talks are unionizing. I could also see this. In, these movements are going to inspire so many mm-hmm. more. And we're already seeing it with Starbucks. With UPS. Um, I mean, there's like certain library districts too, I think like in Idaho right now or something like that. But yeah, I mean, again, I think it's good time to get the information, to learn more, to see how it was done. Again, like Venus retrograde times for new launching isn't the best. Um, You know, do what you got to do. But I think this is a great time to like figure out like how the fuck do we actually do this? And what do we have to change in order to do that? Mm hmm. On the 27th, we get a Mercury conjunct Venus at 27 degrees and 11 minutes of of that Venus retrograde. But I think that that's another one, too, of it being kind of like, I don't know, patience is a big word that I think uh, is is the name of the game in this Leo season. One, because it's a fixed sign. It's the sun, you know, thinking of thinking of the lion, too, of like waiting, waiting for the right moment. Lions aren't aren't like out chasing all the time they're most of the time chilling and and laying and waiting um and i think that having that like uranus square and then a few days later we get that kazemi with uh venus and while that might not be because it's retrograde it might not be like the best but i think it's like potentially a confirmation that like holding out was the right thing don't be so quick to sell yourself out i think on all of on all of these transits because a few Mm. days later there's going to be something kind of supportive that goes nope you were right to stand you were right to stand your ground on that you were right to put prioritize your your well-being over this other thing because something was proven false something was proven there was more information that got revealed or something like that i could definitely see us getting some some info coming out on a venus retrograde that would be like supportive to <laughs> supportive to yeah. keeping you know mm. keeping things to yourself or whatever as a background to the 25th to the 28th pluto's squaring the north node and they're both um kind of well the north node moves backwards anyway mm. and pluto's retrograde so they're kind of like chasing each other and mm. especially that node being freshly in aries i think it having that difficult aspect of like not maybe not knowing where things are not knowing where to go not knowing like what exactly is the mood as like 
kind of a theme for those three days because it's going to mm-hmm. act exact square at least twice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And very, very uh, on topic with that is back to the strikes too. WGA SAG strike. We're also recording this July 18th, just in case anything has changed. But uh, I mean, the DGA settling, it's just very funny in all of this because they're, they could have got such a better deal, but they wanted to, you know, they got the deal they got, but they could have had got a lot more with collective bargaining power of teaming up with SAG and WGA. So again, don't sell yourself out, I think, as Julia said, or sell yourself short because I mean, there was some like TikTok. Oh I'm always on TikTok. It's a sh- it's an issue. But like Denzel Washington was talking about like the first four roles you take to like set the tone, right? And I think that's the other thing too. It's like not everything that's gifted to you is going to be the right gift. So mm-hmm. being discerning of what that looks like, especially as we've seen in the internet present, is out of context, right? Like seeing how this looks like just removed from the role or the movie is um. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I think, again, with the Venus retrograde values thing happening in the background, it's are these like looking for right sized opportunities? I can give you a great deal on a Lamborghini. Does that Mm -hmm. mean anything to you? You can't afford it. It doesn't matter. So like if I can get you a used car and get you a good deal on that, that's a right size opportunity. You should jump on it. But if things are if you're just being offered a golden platter and you're like, well, I can't afford seafood tower money like no we're, we're mm-hmm. managing things that are too good to be true things that don't work what we may want in the future and preparing for those things and knowing who those people are but no we can't do that right now mm-hmm. the next day yeah. on the 28th we get mercury moving into virgo too, oh, wow. which i think is that like kind of venus i think that venus send off again it's still retrograde but having that be the final kind of transit that we have with mercury and leo is that like all right now we're like sending our informant our our data person out into this next thing and we're going into virgo to kind of um start synthesizing start organizing start getting putting that together and i think coming from whatever is kind of i don't want to say revealed necessarily because i can't say what what that will be um but i think that that's interesting then having virgo next going okay, what do we, how do we make sense of this? How do we process this? What does that mean for the rest of the, the kind of setup? Yeah. Um, Yeah. Virgo is like such great, like, you know, following Leo with like the grandiosity and then being like, kind of back to what we were talking about. Like, so how do we do that? What's coming in? What's going out? How is this functioning? It's like getting into those facts. And of course we'll have a Mercury retrograde. Not in Leo season, but just after. So we're getting a t- maybe a little taste to pretty... of what might come up in this Mercury retrograde time. And we enter the shadow pretty quick. I don't want to get ahead of of where we're at because there are some transits mm-hmm. before we get to that shadow period. But we do enter the shadow on the on the fourth of August. So we move in. We move into Virgo on the twenty eighth, and a few days later, we are already in the shadow period of Mercury retrograde. It will still be direct, but I think that right. what what's going on there is is of note. We're going to be kind of getting getting some info pretty quick. It feels like. Yeah. And we have uh. a full moon happening too um on the 1st. Mm-hmm. So that yep. yeah. That'll be a good time to kind of get your releasing done. We'll do a full episode on our Patreon, patreon.com/what's-your-sign-podcast. Mm-hmm. And fun mm-hmm. fact, blue moon at the end of the month 
in Virgo season. So we'll have two full moons in August, which all right, is cute, which is cute. August 30th. So we'll really be starting and ending August with this releasing moon energy. So mm-hmm. something to note, because I feel like that, especially as we're, you know, again, flash forwarding Mercury retrograde and still Venus retrograde, it feels very like, again, making space, letting go do these out just is this mm-hmm. even your style anymore you know like all of those sorts of mm-hmm. things and it's I like know- when you see an outfit and you're like this is cute but it looks like 2017 you know like this yeah. like it feels like the, the not me anymore i know too during this time and it it kind of goes from july 30th to august 13th there's different ones and i'm sure there's other ones i'm not aware of but it's like meteor shower time too so it's like Ooh, things sparkling gorgeous. in the sky a bunch of like missing pieces type of energy i feel like happening again background info Mm -hmm. i love that i love that because again i think that there there is going to be just like moments it's going to be frustrating because it's a fixed season it's always fixed seasons i think are are always have the potential to be more frustrating because it's immovable it's the stuff that like are are non-negotiables um and again we're like all of this is so literal (laughs) too but but those things of it being like yeah I think it's not necessarily gonna be a time when you're feeling like oh I'm getting what I want I'm getting these projects going I'm feeling forward motion but I think that if you are able to again be patient and and negotiate what you can and can't do around those non-negotiables there's going to be moments when like it's sparkling in the sky when we have these moments for release and so I think just to keep all of those things in mind that it's like there are there are small wonders that keep us kind of going and remind us that we're in the right place and doing the right thing Mm -hmm. um also on that full moon we have a Mars trying to Jupiter Mars and Mars will be in Virgo trying to Jupiter in Taurus um and then we do have a Mercury opposite Saturn which is a little tense but I think that you know, it's a, it's a full moon. We're, we're feeling oppositional. And I think having that, uh, trying to, to Jupiter from Mars is nice. Mm -hmm. I think too, since we've had a, you know, this Mars opposition, Saturn opposition sort of season, or like a lot of, you know, Saturn, you know, makes sense. It's in Pisces. It's far away from our half point signs of, I think when Saturn so far, it does give a lot of permission to, to not to not be tied to the format of how things happen or the steps of how you got there. Like, I think I know it can be hard and feel like, like aimless or driftless or like we need that Saturn guidance, but I think that there can be something fun into and like not being tied to being right. Just like giving something a shot, especially in this very pro experimenting, like you don't need to show it time. Like this can be just for you. Mm-hmm. On the 6th of August, we have a square from the sun in Leo to Jupiter in Taurus, um, which I think isn't terrible necessarily. Um, You know, I think that uh, the square energy, I don't know, a Jupiter square to me is less concerning than another square, if if that makes sense. I think that this can be a little more um, like, I don't know fun but not 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 necessarily but i think it also could be again some kind of like um you know messages from Mm -hmm. wanting from billionaires that are upsetting to me it's just kind of like yeah the the ego the vibe that i get ego abundance check yes it makes me think of like possibly 
the only thing it just like just came up like a flash but like something like again really see new things during this time again not fully recommended but if you did it feels like not getting the full credit too i think with the sun being so much of the self and what we're doing and jupiter being this far reach it feels like someone kind of saying your joke louder sort of day so Mm -hmm. i think um just um, just a note just to be mindful of like we Mm -hmm. might have to say like no that was me like that was me like that you know, it depends on the situation. Like, don't be a dick and don't be like, yeah, this is all me. No help if you had the help. But I think if there is something that you're tied to it being very you, um, there might be some like more cooks in the kitchen sort of vibe. Mm-hmm. Cooks in the kitchen yeah. getting in your fucking way. More like, mm-hmm. <laughs> like move. God damn it. Mm-hmm. Um, on the 9th of August, we have a Venus square to Uranus, which we have had as a kind of signature transit for this Venus retrograde. Mm-hmm. And and Uranus, as it moves slow, we've had some action at this same degree. This is the same place where that Mercury square was earlier in the month. I mean, in, at the end of July, um, we also have a Mercury trying to Jupiter that day. And so I think kind of mm-hmm. continuing the Mercury story where we're getting some support from some earthy kind of like motion movement date hard data facts kind mm-hmm. of things um this this venus square uranus i think thinking of venus retrograde and really going back to our discussion about it being about consensus and um mm-hmm. about that this can i think be a place where the dissenting side while it might not be in alignment with what is like conventionally uh accepted right, we may have mm-hmm. the data on our side or the support of of the information or just of like reality around us sort of thing. So I don't know again, what, what that will pertain to necessarily, but I can see it being, um, you know, just kind of some value uh, values being out of step with, with what the reality of, of our situations are. Mm-hmm. Again, feels very, and I think that's the Leo theme in general, especially with this fixed squareness and then this this positive aspect from mercury to jupiter is it feels very like advocating for yourself again back to like what you will and won't do like what where you see yourself going like there does seem to be an encouragement to like you know jupiter being this like biggest picture version and mercury like expressing it in a very like tangible way but then also like it feels like what you will and won't do at the same time right like (laughs) having that checks and balances of of both I think it's saying it too. Yeah. It's like being able to it. say it or like being finally being able to be like, like I, I had to have this conversation with my husband recently where I was like, the reason this bothers me is because of this. And I haven't been able to say it for however long, but it's this. And so, you know, like that helps knowing mm-hmm. it, like finding it out and then being able to tell somebody like it helps regardless of yes. what the situation is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And that does feel not not necessarily compromisey, but growth in the way where you could, like you said, if you were able to express that, how does that then amplify what you're able to do together with that trine to Jupiter and how it's like, oh, that could be, you know, negotiation talks of some sort or or even just like, oh, I understand. I understand yeah. where you're coming from now. I'll, okay, Now I can now I can fight for you now that I know why it's not just a I don't want to or whatever, you know? Yes, exactly. Um, Okay. On the 12th (laughs) of August, we have a sun trying to Chiron. 
Um, again, which what feels like one of those moments where you've kind of held held out uh, a bit and uh, this being one of those maybe relief points. I know it's to Chiron and so that's maybe not <laughs> what you would initially think, but I do think it is like, I don't know, healing and, and um, a way to maybe feel like you are using whatever wounding or, or anything like that for, for good and for growth and uh, in a way that you can kind of use instead of be just hurt by constantly, you know? I think, I think Chiron, which, you know, we talk about a lot is when, when not ignored, when addressed, when like utilized, it can, it can be really powerful, especially in these fiery times. And as we mentioned, Chiron will be retrograde too. So there might be um, a different, I don't know, maybe like a more open heart too. Like it's safe. It's okay. Like no one's, no one's grading this, you know, thing that you're, that you're doing. And if they are like, why are you, you know, keeping tabs on me in such a way? So I think there's something really inviting to be open, which is pretty nice for the following day as well with the Kazemi. Mm-hmm. The next day we have Kazemi. Yeah. The next day we have a sun Venus uh, conjunction at 20 degrees and 28 minutes of Leo um yeah i think again another one where it's like uh the sun supporting that venus retrograde you know it's venus isn't at full strength but the sun is there and the sun sign and i like it it's obscuring it too so i like it for certain things and not for others because Mm -hmm. i think if if we're talking about venus in the value sense like Mm. uh obscure not great you know, yeah. not knowing where the self ends and the moral begins, not great. But if we're talking about Venus in the like cleaning out our closet sense, the physical sense, like some of that stuff is like, oh, yeah, I can. T- this is not me anymore. Like this outfit is not me anymore. Like easy. Get rid, you know, mm-hmm. instead of holding on to my mom gave me that or, you know, whatever, like someone else picked that out for me, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very gen- there's a generosity or uh, I don't know, yeah. something that feels like and I love retrograde is like maybe you do- doing it a little differently than we have before. I mean, we're already in the ripe waters to do it. So why not? Yeah, like be the one that takes your love on, if they are always the one planning, like you take them on a date night or yeah, you see something for someone, you get them like a little token of your affection. It's it's very sharing. It does make me think of when you said of that obscuring the values thing, it does make me think of like a um, not not bandwagon. It's not that I was thinking of like live strong bracelets or something mm-hmm. like that, where someone's able to like get on board with a with a cause, but not actually supporting in that way or whatever, where there might be some sort of thing where people are able to kind of like show up for something in a more performative way, but not actually in a way that they align with the values. I don't know. That would be interesting if there's any kind of like, I don't know. I'm, I'm seeing it's giving merch. <laughs> to oh, me. I, I also okay. think, yeah, this is another pink day pussy of, hat possible. Yes. Or, yes to, that to kind of thing. Are we going to get our of... first celebrity sag video of them singing like the, we yeah, are the world. Yes. That's something. something like that. <laughs> I also think this is a, don't believe everything you read, uh, transit. Like, yes, it might be a beautiful day to like enjoy nature and whatever, but I don't think it's a beautiful day to be online or be, you know, 
trying to get correct news. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And what day of the week? Is that a Sunday? Sunday. Yeah, yeah it is. A Sunday. Yeah. And again, I think a good reminder for planetary days too with the sun and Leo, which is a sun sign and Sunday Sundays. The sun is good for whatever you want to channel into. If it's a day of rest, plan your garden. Cool. If it's like doing something more social, great. I think that's like the sun can be harnessed forever you want to. If it's just napping in the sun, right on. So I think it's it's a choose your own adventure as well. So whatever just feels right in your heart. Hell yeah. And then the following day, the 14th, we get a Venus trying to Chiron at that same 19 degrees, um, a few minutes, 45 minutes uh, instead of 47 on the as we'd had on the 12th. But I think that, again, having that meetup too of it, maybe maybe having to like, I don't know, backtrack after this Kazemi day or just going like, oh, I did that. I did that because I felt this and having some kind of breakthrough yeah a breakthrough Mm -hmm. around how we how we decide our values how we assert ourselves and our values in an embodied kind of way too but I think again is like I think that's nice this kind of trio of these things they're having that right kind of buffered both sides by Chiron feels like it's not going to let anybody get too far out of out of control if that makes sense hopefully yeah yeah I like that on the fifteenth um, of August, we have a sun square to Uranus. It's classic. Uranus square. You know, we're in there again, just as we think we've got it all figured out and settled down. We get another upset from Uranus. Um, but I also think that that is, you know, by design, or again, a reminder to for us to be staying in touch with with our own inner sense of stability and and security and all of those kind of fixed things within us, um, knowing that we are the kind of fire generator of that not the outside um but you know could be a could be a frustrating day could be some ego clashes and and um yeah difficult traveling day if you're Mm -hmm. traveling that day definitely have everything in order um just unexpected i think you know kind of things popping up but it also forms the background for the following day. There's a new moon. Mm-hmm. And so I think, you know, we'll obviously get more into that on our Patreon as well. Mm-hmm. And we finally get, I mean, not finally, but we get in that new moon chart, which is happening at 23 degrees and 17 minutes of Leo. We're going to get a Mars trying to Uranus. So we're going to get okay. a little supportive, a little supportive Uranus energy in there. Um, so I do think like unexpected how we're able to like, roll with those unexpected things could again then lead to like oh i'm i'm more capable than i thought i'm this i'm i am i am more stable than i thought i am more uh, you know self-possessed whatever whatever that is there i think is kind of is kind of nice for a new moon Mm -hmm. and i'm backtracking one day just a little only because i have a random asteroid to throw in here for august 15th is we'll have Juno move into Leo as well. So Juno is our asteroid that can be about commitment, relationships, even marriages, um, which again, feels just very fitting in the themes that we've been talking about with Leo and sharing yourself. You know, the more you're yourself, the more others can be themselves too. Um, So I think that there's also like a little, it's a cute little splash of like, oh, like who's making you feel like yourself as well. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. On the 22nd of August, we get a Venus square to Jupiter at 15 degrees and 18 minutes of Leo and Taurus, respectively. And on that same day, we have a 
Mars opposite Neptune, Mars and Virgo opposite Neptune and Pisces. Um, I think Venus square to Jupiter is again, like I was saying, those kind of squares to Jupiter, that could be a kind of nice day, but I, d- I don't like this Mars opposite Neptune. <laughs> I think this, this is another one yeah. where it's like, this what is, are the rules? Yeah. What, what's yeah. happening? I'm not sure. Oh, you made your own rules. Oh, you were told something different than I was. Great, great, and great. Mm-hmm. Knowing which rules we've made and which ones we're following and all of that kind of stuff, which is really difficult because sometimes you have to go to work. You mm-hmm. didn't make that rule, yeah. but mm-hmm. the rule you make for yourself is I get up at this time to go or I, you know, I drive mm-hmm. or I do what I take public transit or whatever you do. Mm-hmm. Well, I, think- said, I think it was on like the Venus retrograde astrology podcast, which we think I talked about on Venus retrograde too, but I was a late listener to it, but it was like Venus being like the social norms and rules mm-hmm. where Jupiter being the law, which is interesting because I never really yeah. thought about Jupiter as like a litigious planet mm-hmm. i guess think more of like Ooh. saturn with rules but rules are different than laws and are different than like social norms so i think yes. venus being like we have this social contract like that's what you you know you don't like barf you don't sneeze on people like you sneeze into your elbow like yeah. those sorts of things too so people might just be like maybe on their their worst behavior <laughs> like on like wacky mm-hmm. behavior and why do we have these laws why yeah. do we have laws against murder why? it's because social societally we have decided that is not okay to take someone's life you know so mm-hmm. it's like and those and we've also nuanced it to well premeditated this versus like accidental you know like manslaughter mm-hmm. type thing so it those are all based on social norms that they don't always reflect them and so i think especially with what's happening right now in supreme court stuff we're seeing that stuff hey this isn't the consensus you're yeah. making laws that aren't in line that are square to our values as a society. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yes. And and that wraps Leo season the next day on the 23rd. The sun moves into Virgo and Mercury stations retrograde um, same day. So we really are. I think yeah. I, I kind of like that Mercury retrograde station right after all of that to go like wait do we really mean this <laughs> like or like what is that can we can we take any of this back or like can we read let's get a second draft um if going, you remember but... the last mercury retrograde we had in taurus also started at the very beginning of the sun sign so if you're looking for what this mercury retrograde might mean for you and you're looking ahead to virgo season you can look back especially since like we said we're having a lot of stuff squaring jupiter uranus and taurus um so looking mm-hmm. back to that time and seeing what was going on then. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And because, you know, we won't have Mercury retrograde technically. Like this Leo season's just Venus retrograde, right? Yeah. And then come Virgo season, we'll have it truly kicking off with Mercury retrograde and Venus retrograde, then Venus retrograde and September 3rd. And we'll have, you know, still shadow period. We'll still be in Mercury retrograde till the 15th. All that to say, um, if there's like contracts, agreements, of course, we always double, triple check those during Mercury retrograde. But when Venus is also a little funky with the money situation, you know, you already know where I'm getting at. So I think it's good. Mm-hmm. doesn't mean life stops. It just means like check your shit because the weather is a little a little bumpy. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. There's something like I'm kind of excited to like in very and I think Leo's are really good at wholeheartedly when it's a yes, it's a yes. And when it's a no, it's a no, like that's, that's living by the heart. And I'm kind of excited to be like, no, I like want to finish this book. You know, like I want to say, I just want to lay in the Mm -hmm. park and spend no more than $8 today. Like I'm going to have, I think it's going to be a really good boundary 
lesson as well of what you're willing to do and not do. And like, also just what sounds fun. Like Leo Mm -hmm. is childlike sensibilities. It's games. It's pleasure. I think this could be a great time to, again, if you're like, fuck, how do you have fun for a cheap, like driving ranges are pretty cheap, you know, like going, doing, going on a, renting a kayak or something like just there's ways to entertain ourselves that isn't just spending like a hundred dollars, you know, to like get one mm-hmm. taco somewhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The budget budget life is hitting you, which I'm guessing it's hit been hitting a lot of us. And if it hasn't, again, please sign up for our Patreon. Patreon.com <laughs> also, you know, telling your friends about us, writing reviews. Those are great free ways to support the pod. Yes. Yeah. Well, happy Leo season. We love you. Love you. Gotta love you. We gotta. (laughs) (laughs) We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to What's Your Sign. Please subscribe, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love this podcast, please support us. Check us out on Patreon at patreon.com slash what's your sign podcast. The link to support us is in the show notes. Follow us on Instagram at What's Your Sign Podcast, on Twitter at What's YR Sign underscore pod, and TikTok at What's Your Sign Podcast. For business opportunities, advertising, or commission readings, email us What's Your Sign Podcast at gmail.com. WIS is produced by Julia Loken, Stevie Anderson, and Lisa Chanu. Artwork by Alexa Vicious and theme song by Honor Nezzo. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low-net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co.